everyone, welcome to Chalchitra Talks. I'm Vani and this is another of our guest episodes. I have with us Dhruv Sehgal who is an actor, writer and director and quite recently he won the Critics Filmfare Award for Best Actor in Comedy Series for Little Things. A few days ago I had this opportunity to sit down with him and talk about books, books that have changed our perspectives and it was one of the most wholesome conversations I've had, so much so that I remember getting off the call and immediately picking up most of the books that we had discussed. So let's just jump right in. Hi, Zhruv. How are you? Welcome to Chalchitra Talks. Thank you. I'm very good. I hope you're well too. Really, the Weber has told me so much about you. He speaks so highly of you and uh, he always is constantly talking about you. I mean, last night he was telling me that you Miranda recommend Miranda and uh, we just read her works for a few weeks on live streams. So I wanted to know what are your favorite short stories of Miranda July? I don't remember the names. I remember what happened in them. I remember there was one in which she lives in a town where there is no swimming pool, you know, okay. yeah. but she's taking uh, swimming classes indoors. So kitchen kitchen swim you know, that is yeah. one. Then there is one called The Boy, called Liam, something like that. I think that's also very nice. I'm genuinely very blank. Not because I don't remember, but because I, Miranda July is so much like a matrix of sorts, no? Because yeah. it's not like she writes simple, but one story is weird. All her characters are weird. All her stories are weird. Yet they're so supremely human that yeah. it all sounds like one song, which is why I'm kind of going blank. I guess... Everyone should pick the book, uh, No One Belongs Here More Than You. Yes, uh, I think we have a short story. Uh, yeah. Both me and my partner saw her film together. We read her books together. And we sort of did this cute thing without knowing we are doing a cute thing where she read the books when we were not dating and she underlined paragraphs that stayed with her. Yeah. And then I reread the same book and I was always curious about what did she connect with and what did I connect with. And uh, yeah, we both kind of really look up to her so do you also underline while you read only in that one otherwise i use kindle for some books so there i highlight nowadays what's happening every time i'm reading books because i'm writing a lot these days it sounds like complete shit but i'm using books very transactionally ah this i can use somewhere this i can you know this works with that character and you know oh yeah this is what i'm also trying to explore so yeah. I end up doing it for those books, but uh, there are some books that I don't do it for because I know I'm going to revisit them anyway. And those are my favorite books. So, so you have a process of taking notes as well while you read? It started only in the second half of this year because okay. I got the Kindle and uh, that uh, highlighting option is very cool in that, you know? Yeah. So, is this something that you miss about paperbacks? No, not really, to be honest, because okay. I can still take a photo and put it on my laptop, uh, but I'm not that organized. So uh, Weber and I were discussing this thing um, on one of our live streams and just, just uh, even I really <laughs> it sounds like Diwali usne mujhe mithai di to main bhi mithai de raha hu but even I really look up to Weber and uh, uh, the funny thing is you know we keep sharing things about other people who we look up to you know so the yeah. niche quotes or something that someone has done we like fuck ye kitna cool hai fuck ye kitna cool hai but uh, yeah, I'm Weber and the entire team. I never separate Weber from Saurabh and now you, I guess. So yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, to do something with great and with so much of persistence is uh, it's a rare quality in our whatever society. So kudos to you guys. Thank you so much, Dhruv. So we were discussing this one thing in a live stream. Um, 
एंड वेबर सेट समथिंग ऑन द लाइन्स कि अगर एक स्टोरी इज सेट इन द नाइट बट अगर उसे पसंद नहीं आ रही ही इमेजिन इट कि दिन चल रहा है एंड आई यू ओके विद दैट काइंड ऑफ इनविजनिंग कि यू बिल्ड योर ओन विजन एज यू गो ऑफ द स्टोरी दैट्स बींग रेड फॉर एग्जाम्पल आपने फिफ्टी पेज तक एक कैरेक्टर इमेजिन किया है एंड फिफ्टी फर्स्ट पे दी ऑथर पॉइंट सेट आउट कि उसके ब्राउन बाल हैं बट यू डोंट लाइक इट सो वुड यू चेंज द कैरेक्टर एज दी ऑथर इज टेलिंग यू और वुड यू जस्ट कीप ऑन इमेजिनिंग हिम the way no, you want to i'll keep imagining him like the writer intended because i'm a writer myself rather a screenwriter yeah. and i have these battles with my directors that what the fuck was supposed to be a middle class house what is this black lounger doing black colored sofa leather lounger just be true to the story right and organically not because i have to fight yeah. myself from imagining it for someone like me i marinate in my own thoughts so much to the point that i get tired of myself you know which is why miranda jolly works because it's a sudden yeah. release you know so you take me wherever you want to take me and i'll be very confused like i'm confused in most stories and especially sci-fi films and thrillers i have no fucking idea what's happening but i try to be invested you know i'm really jealous of people who can finish a horror book that way because mm-hmm. i just cannot there's not one horror story book that i've read aaj tak like starting se end tak yaar maine true detective ke baad i bought hp lovecraft ka ek do books but i no i didn't read it i don't know whether you'll call gillian flynn as horror no i don't think you can call her that i haven't yeah. read one either i mean ghost uh, <laughs> ghostbusters of course <laughs> no yeah. ghost stories what the fuck adil sen ke likhta tha yaar goosebumps Sorry. goosebumps yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i i yeah shit tons of those we used to have a lot of them in the library and i remember i never touched that section i did try picking up a ghost stories of shimla hills which which is very famous in himachal and i'm from himachal and wahan pe yeah. every party mein these stories were discussed yeah 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 to wo yeah. kisne likhi hai it's by a woman called minakshi i forget her last name but she's written hmm. those so she's gone and interviewed people there like himachal ke uh, logon se shimla ke logon se and then yeah. all those stories she spent them down i remember this one ghost story that i read and this is the entire story by the way it's by mr bond where a man climbs i'm paraphrasing it a man climbs down the hill someone stops him to ask him the time and he looks at his watch and he says it's 10 past 8 and he looks up but there's no one there so i remember that very vividly yeah That's so probably the last ghost story I ever read. Are ghost stories meant to spook you out, or are they just meant to like titillate you in some sense? Like, in the, are they supposed to just make you excited, or are they supposed to scare you? Like, can ghost stories scare you? I think that's one of the purposes. People yeah, get I, scared. Never heard anybody say that. I read it, and I like, I fell asleep. Like, more people say that for manuals that come with their gadgets. That if you look at it, you fell asleep. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. So also, many Hindi kitabe zada ni padi hai. My only introduction to Hindi literature is Ibn Insha and Hari Vansh Rai Bachchan and Prem Chand. And I realized you follow a lot of hashtags on Instagram hmm. of Hindi poets. So, what would you say would be a good endpoint for someone like me who wants to pick up Hindi literature but does not know where to start? You know, I have to. Uh... say this beforehand that i read hindi literature but i have to read it in english first and then go back to hindi well i would say vinod kumar shukla should be the one that people start off with in some okay. sense i don't have a reason for it but i read him a lot this year and i think he's the most original voice that i came across this year in fact i would say that the book that i read of his this year uh, they left a window in the wall is my favorite book of 2020 magical realism yet ingrained in indian society and uh, very nuanced and very beautiful and very 
poetic and very unique again very miranda july is in that sense they represent a world view which is just not there you know kind of stuff that really makes you feel special because you're reading it and then envious because you're not the one writing it you know? yeah and do you also have some favorite book covers yeah there was this time when i would collect different book covers of the books that i was in love with so i collected a lot of book covers of catcher in the rye lust for life and uh, the interpreter of maladies these three books i remember iska jab bhi mujhe alag cover dikhta tha to main utha leta tha my favorite would be i think lust for life just a portrait of vincent a self portrait of yeah. his, the blue one which i don't have right now but uh, yeah that's a favorite yeah. of mine so webber also told me that uh, you also so i love book dedications i'm a big fan mm. and he told me that you were thinking of doing something around the same and you love book dedications and yeah uh, so do you have some favorites you know this is book that i read 2 years ago by manu bhatti tiri the name of the book is savitri and other rooms and the book dedication read again i'm paraphrasing to my grandmother who no one heard you know and uh, that's my favorite one of nirmal verma's book dedication it's not exactly a book dedication but it's a quote, quote from a story or rather a piece of kamu which reads there's a part of man that doesn't want to love who only wants to die and it is that part that needs to be forgiven but yeah the first one is my favorite to my grandmother who no one heard have you ever imagined if you were to write a book what would be the book dedication that you would give yeah it changes you know so in my diary here in my diary i have written to the co-author of all my stories kanak you know so uh-huh. uh, my partner's name but uh, i think book dedications for me would be different times would mean and different stories would mean a different things i mean there has to be one for my parents my brother but it depends on the story i guess and the yeah. time that you are in oh yeah i have another one which i really like by manu joseph it's not exactly a dedication but it's more of an acknowledgement from his book uh, the illicit happiness of other people and he says last but not the least uh, thank you to my daughter who made sure that this book was delayed by 2 years <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I find that to be so funny dude so funny There's this book uh, that I bought a couple of years ago it is love poems for married couple married people something like that and usme dedication is for and he's written the name of all his ex girlfriends wives and crossed them out and the final name is of the current wife There's one more Ray Bradbury ka hai somebody else used his thing some other yeah. book jisme Ray Bradbury ka tha rocket man don't ever be a rocket man you know the rocket man when you're here you want you wish you were there when you when you're there you wish you were here do you also yeah. read books related to cooking i bought this book called not exactly cooking but something to do with food before the coffee gets cold it's a japanese book then i read kismat uh, kormain khir by this scottish woman who collected stories about different food vendors in delhi in old delhi and where they came from and what was their story but uh, i will definitely definitely read kitchen confidential by anthony bourdain next year that's yeah right there i picked up two books this year dedicated to spices and cooking because i thought i should try to learn how to cook and i picked up this one tiffin and there's this woman the author she's written the story of tiffin jo wo school leke jati thi so starting uh-huh. from bachpan ka tiffin to like when she went to college fir wahan pe kya tiffin milta tha that's also pretty interesting yeah. i have a lot of them at home i have this one called five morsels of love by archana pidathale it's one of the best books food books in india yeah. then i got pangat this year usse maine bahut sari recipes banayi are there any particular websites as well that you visit for recipes etc i mean they're not websites but there are youtube channels and one portal yeah. there is the goya journal 
So Aisha and Anisha, they have it. So it's just a portal for food and writing around food and recipes and stuff like that. I visit that. And I also, YouTube, and there are these four or five channels that I visit. Veena's Curry World, Kabita's mm-hmm. Kitchen. Those I check out very often. Do you also read uh, screenplays? I mean, I've read a couple of them. I've read more than a couple. I've read around 10, 15 of them. But this year, I didn't read a single screenplay. Do you think there's any screenplay that you've read so far that can be used as a study material for someone who's aspiring to be a screenplay writer? American Beauty is really good. And any of the screenplays by Sorkin can okay. is good enough. I mean, I read Lunchbox because I was curious to see how poetic a screenplay can be for a film which is that poetic. And the answer is it's not that poetic, in my opinion, the screenplay. It yeah. ends poetically. And that's probably when I realized that no matter how beautiful a film can be, the screenplay on paper may not read as beautifully as it can be translated. It's also an art, I guess, to write a great moving screenplay, you know, a screenplay which can make you cry. I don't know. I have not come across it, but there will be some. What about the books that have made you emotional? I think the first time when I cried reading a book was Heavier Than Heaven. That was the name of the book. It's a biography on Kurt Cobain. And I read this when I was in 10th grade. And I read it when I was in London. And I was studying there and I spent a lot of time alone because my brother was in university and my parents were working. And London that school buses not right? So you have to take the yeah. public transport or you walk to your school. So that was the first time in my life when I got to spend a lot of time alone. You're walking mm-hmm. for 20 minutes and then you're walking back home for 20 minutes. Then you open the ghar ka darwaza and there is no one. And there's double insulation, so which means it's pure silence. And it's cold. And then you heat your chapati. Everything yeah. gets amplified and suddenly you realize how alone you are for the first time in your life. And you want to latch on to things which gave you the impression that they are also alone in the world. For me, Kurt Copian was that in that sense, you know, like always yeah. in school, he was bullied. Not that I was ever bullied, but the one who was always left behind. Plus you have somewhat of, I wouldn't say teenage angst because I never had that phase. Maybe I should have had that phase because I fear that teenager but uh, yeah, so I don't know. That made me really, really sad, that book. Also, the first time I read a biography, which was not yeah. curriculum, you know. I was really moved when the friendship sort of ended and when he committed suicide or whatever, however he died. Just the fact that, you know, how something beautiful can come crashing down. And yeah. I remember I was sitting in my room and I was crying and I couldn't explain to myself why am I crying, you know? And imagine my mother entering as like, Aja khana hai, wo bhi hai. you know, and suddenly you shoot back to reality. And you're like, Haan, go bhi hai. and I have, you know, I'm, I'm tall teary eyed. Yeah. I'm like, Haan, main aata but now I think in hindsight, I was just sad about the fact that you finally realized how brutal and non-innocent the world is also, you know, you're alone and you see things for what they are also as opposed to being a boy for like till 10th you want to play cricket or you want to play football you want to be naughty in class you want to think of yourself as some hero in the class and want to flirt with other girls it's too black and white but certainly that was the first shot of gray in my life i would say and then i think it was catcher in the rye that's when i cried again after i read a book because college katamua and everyone started working and then you know you work under people who are older than you and they give mm-hmm. you wisdom that you know this guy is a fucker and this guy is an asshole or whatever and you start hearing these things because when you're in college you don't hear things that he's a bad person or he's this or yeah. he's that and suddenly you realize that all your friends from college are doing different things and you 
start creating a self identity of yourself that oh i am this you know main ye hu and then again you ask yourself the biggest question in the world who am i in all of this i had also been reading a lot of chekhov and monto before that okay. yeah and i just remember feeling very tired of life already by the age of 20 and i'm like are ye kya ye zindagi kya hai ye kya hai ye matlab kaang masti kaang gayi and where's the fun in all of this and then a friend of mine said just read catcher in the rye and i read it it was the same emotion that all of this is stupid and all of this is fuck all but it was said in a way which was funny and it had so much heart and love in it i know you've done a lot of these i think you did five reasons why you should read catcher in the rye you did one yeah. of those videos right yes 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 yeah and uh, it made me feel that I'm fucking normal you know and uh, i'm not unique but in a nice way and at the same time it gave me this feeling that uh, you always have to protect yourself and the world will always run at a different in cinema words frame rate or different speed but you have yeah. to always protect yourself and funnily enough that's what meera and i are also said for uh, irfan khan when he passed away and rajiv masan was doing an interview with her and uh, he asked her what was so special about him and she said that he just knew that he had a gift inside him and all he did his entire life was just to protect that gift just that whole expression of i want to be that boy standing at the cliff in a field of rye and protecting kids you can't not grow up right time will always move yeah. linearly but you got to protect that thing inside you what do you think about the book if you have to summarize it your feelings towards it so i have read the book a lot many times and it's partly because of my younger sibling because like you said i walked into his room he was supposed to study and it happened like a year ago or two years ago mm. and he was crying because i had moved away and he was going to move away and i remember he was crying like a little kid and he told me like i don't want to grow up post that i had this sudden realization that you're going to hate this because mm. you know as siblings you're going to grow apart Yeah. And then to protect that relationship that's the only thing that you can do. You read Blankets? No, I haven't. By Craig Thompson the graphic novel. You've heard of it I'm pretty sure. Yes, 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 I have. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's exactly about this. The whole drifting apart of siblings is the most crushing things yeah. in the world because you can't explain it. You ca- you don't know like yeah. like one summer you were totally fine and next summer you go and you're like oh I have to think before I speak and why am I hesitating and It's like a dinosaur has just emerged yeah. in the room, you know, on the set that I am in right now. The youngest AD, he's twenty-one. He had a heartbreak during the course of this, and then one day he was talking about his breakup and all, and then he asked me, "Why is love so hard? Isn't it supposed to be easy?" And I'm like, "Time to gift him catcher in the rye." <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, I ordered yeah. catcher in the rye, and then I gifted it to him, and then yeah, he read it. There are certain books that I feel every one should read at a certain age yeah. and I really have that for catcher in the rye. Yeah. The soul of the book is so gentle and yet it's so harsh that no wonder he wrote it when he was in the trenches in the war and he would write yeah. then. Yeah, just I keep getting goosebumps and I I mean if I was alone and if you were not there I would have cried now thinking, <laughs> thinking about the book. What was yeah, your favorite was. part of the book? The first paragraph because I don't remember ever in my life smiling or laughing while reading a book and i'm like mm. this is all books can be this also i thought it always has to be intense like monto or it has to be super real like check yeah. or you know so i remember laughing i'm like fuck this is amazing then the whole explanation of catcher in the rye and the way it ends oh and the part where he takes his sister to the fair and she's uh, yeah. and he's just uh, watching her he's just watching oh man oh man i thought the doctor right in that part where uh, he's in the museum and he's like why can't things be just like that everything is just the same yeah. he's comparing like he goes to the school the abuses are still there the slangs are still there and then yeah. he goes to the museum things are just the same 
He's like, why can't everything else be like that? And I think the way it ends also, don't ever talk to yeah. anyone about anything because you'll always end up missing them. Yeah, some other books that have made you emotional. Lust for Life, you know. Yeah. Very similar in vain. Now I realize heavier than heaven, catching the lion, lust for life, brutality of the outside world and the beauty of the inside world. So Lust for Life was again that if I have to read a book before I die, I'll read Lust for Life. Just the conviction towards living, you know. Yeah. And as Indians, you're always exposed to the brutality of the world. You know, the other day I was talking to someone that you're so used to seeing dead things on the road. You'd see a dead crow, you'd see a dead rat, you'd see a dead human being also. But we are immune to seeing death. It doesn't have any effect on us. But here is this guy, the world turned against him and yet he was so hopeful. You know, it's the most inspiring human story ever his letters to his brother and the relationship that he shared with his brother you know the other thing that happened after i read the book that i hated everything around me which didn't respect his life you know the whole bit about him chopping off his ear you know there are these stupid fucking mugs where the mug is this and you can take it off and people laugh about it and yeah. there are memes and i'm like you don't even know someone's pain and you laugh about it and the director of uh, this show he gifted me a book on paul gogain and oh. he said this is the other side of your favorite book i said okay wow it's right here one thing that i realized that you know how this book manifested inside me was that it made you a bit like the vincent's soul you know that thing just imbibed it when things go bad and when things are not going correct you know you always think that you know i need to protect this and i need to be in love with my work and being yeah. in love with my work means being in love with yourself in that sense sometimes when i meet people i can identify that you know there are people who've been working in the industry for like 15 years and they've not got anything out but yet you know they're always in love with themselves so I'm like you know there's some bit of that here suddenly a book and a life which was lived so many years ago has come alive in different various forms and shapes yeah. in front of me so you realize that you know that book has actually entered you i consume everything about vincent van gogh i have his paintings in my house i have so many postcards of his i have some fridge magnets i have books and uh, there was this one thing that i was doing i would take pictures of anything and everything related to vincent and uh, there's a play in hindi called tumhara vincent jo sunne mein itna pyara lagta hai tumhara vincent i have actually was, heard of it and i should also say that i don't understand his paintings i actually picked up that book because i was getting bored of films and tele- tv shows then there was juthan by om Pra. Prakash Valmiki. It was the first Dalit biography, you know, and yeah. being an upper caste male dude, things which are so casual for me and pretty much everything is casual for me. I don't yeah. have to take the brunt of anything in life or the load and nothing is serious enough for me in that sense. And, uh, but that book just made me realize that how growing up in Delhi, you say things very casually, you know, but how each and every insult yeah. sometimes, which is not supposed to be an insult, you know, you saying words which are casteist and all and how much weight they carry and they have a generation of pain and uh, complete injustice associated with them. I cried in that book because of anger while reading something, you know. Yeah. Like it happens when you're fighting with your either parents or your lover or your brother and you cry not because you're sad, but you're like, fuck, I'm feeling so angry. That book made me feel that. I felt so disgusted by any, everything around me, by myself, by yeah. old conversations that i had and old things that i heard i then started reading a lot about caste and i read four five books on caste and stuff like that you know when the adivasis will not dance then the other book of the writer yeah. jala and then i read baluta and yeah i just realized that wow i live in a totally different india i don't yeah. even know what the fuck is my world and then what is universal storytelling when you can't even connect it to someone else also that book is very interesting because it keeps asking the reader 
what is literature and what is universality because he says all great books are supposed to have that quality but what if my universe is so different from yours the idea of great literature is something that has come out of a guy who can afford things that other people can't know so what is the great literature of poor we don't know like this year even i picked up a lot of books on adivasis and written by people from different castes and that is when i started realizing that i come from such a privileged background yeah. and then i just felt so ashamed that i don't even have the right to actually speak about it as a society we all are guilty of it because we allow it somewhere can't see the world in the same way and i have not been able to literally every time on set i'm looking at the spot boy and i'm looking at the director i'm looking at the actors and i'm like where they are from what caste would they be you know everything gets tainted mm. and rightly so it was the biggest slap on my face in my entire life finally the book that i read 2 months ago or rather a month ago m and the book big home by jerry pinto because of the way it ends and what he says about his mother because after point you want to disassociate with the problems of the family yeah. because you're like acha bhi meri zindagi nahi hai aur meri zindagi bombay mein hai aur mujhe apne sapne hai and all that crap and you're also reaching an age where your parents are also older so that fear of their mortality is just there in inside yeah. you to the point that sometimes in when i'm sleeping in the afternoon and i'll wake up and i'm like fuck i hope they're fine right now it's part of your conscious yeah. is part of your subconscious all the time that time period between 21 to 27 you want to disassociate yourself but from the time you're 27 28 and your friends also reduce in numbers and then you realize i'm just like my father i'm just <laughs> like my mother i sleep like them i talk like them and i have the same habits and then you want to merge with them like in that book you know what happens when one of them goes away and then you're just left feeling abandoned and orphaned and you're like i am nothing but them an extension of them and i can only be a better version or a worse version the way he writes the last two chapters man yeah yeah it's, it's really moving what would that one book be that changed the entire world for you illust for life a book that changed me from inside something happened you know something <laughs> opened up where i stopped being angry where i stopped that i wanted to see the best in people where i wanted to know what's the good in the world you know that was lust for life help me out here because i don't read a lot of self help books and sometimes i think it's my arrogance like aap mujhe bataoge to how can i actually improve in it aap advice hi doge and do you think most of us people including me we are guilty of looking down upon self help books does that even I'm help not, what is your i have not read a single self help that's because i've been through therapy twice in my life two long sessions and that didn't help me maybe i was arrogant enough maybe because i didn't look at the kind of therapy in the way that could fix me maybe i felt more ill in that sense and i didn't like that feeling that there's something wrong with me but you know self help for me something and again it sounds easy because i have not gone through that kind of shit that would make me want to take it up but yeah. self help for me be- comes music or becomes a walk or becomes food or becomes coffee or becomes another book or becomes a film this sounds really cheesy but every time i see adam driver's face i feel like i'm better than i was 2 seconds ago every time i see him act and i'm like okay you know i need to do great things in life and i need to be charming while doing that or when i'm reading lena dunham ka koi instagram caption or when i'm seeing miranda july dance and yeah. suddenly i feel i'm better than i was before so i've not reached that stage where i can have a judgment on self help books but maybe i'm on the same boat as you to be honest so what do you read when you're anxious or you're feeling lonely or 
a little sad what do you usually prefer reading nirmal verma i read him a lot he's my favorite hindi writer in that sense i really really love 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 him i think when i'm sad i'm just sad and i'll read the book that i'm reading at that point i don't have a refuge in that sense in books and i realize my sadness is a lot of times momentarily you know yeah. and i tell myself you're feeling down now because you have anxiety but in 3 days you will be back up so for those 3 days i just yeah. i eat fast food <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's the only thing that i consume when i'm feeling anxious i i can't read i don't have that stillness that is required to read do you listen something. to music us time pe yeah i tend to listen to that more i tend to go out for walks i listen to podcasts you know when i'm anxious i think that kind of somewhat helps me some of those podcasts i'm a big mm-hmm. fan of the american life something that takes me out of my own head i think that's the reason why i can't read books because if i read books na i keep self reflecting my mind is throwing so many thoughts towards yeah. me right ke mai mai kuch kar hi nahi sakta us time now that we are talking about podcast i just realized it it's by bbc and i'm forgetting the name of the podcast but it talks about the menial things like in one podcast they just spoke about pencils that's it mm-hmm. like the life of pencils and all of a sudden you start personifying them as well and i really think you should try a podcast on coffee like making one that way yeah no i actually have an idea of podcast and it's called as if i'm five that's what it was called it was take on the take then explain to me as if i'm five it's like i'm asking you so who are you what do you do and say you say that i run a youtube page called chalchitra it's recommendation plus knowledge channel it's put it that way which i think it is actually and then we talk from tangibles to intangibles you know we go down to the real basics of it but that was my idea for a podcast this sounds very assolish but i feel like i need an assistant in my life at all times <laughs> you know that ha ye idea maine socha ab isko thoda kuch kar de yaar you can do the first draft and then give it to me and then i'll be like hmm isko aise aise karke aise karenge what are the things that you're really guilty of like i sometimes skip through chapters because i'm like nahi mujhe nahi padha ja raha i'll just jump to the 10th chapter after the 5th one because wo zyada ho gaya 7th chapter se seedha 10th chapter because i'm just i can't do this what are the things that you are guilty of when you read two things one is on kindle it is time remaining because sometimes yeah. you really want to get over with it this year i only left two i left only one book in the middle no two sapiens i'm still reading but the book that i left after reading 250 pages was uh, vs naipuls the house of mr biswas yeah. i left it in the middle i'm like fuck it nahi ho raha yaar ab ye nahi ho raha yeah. then there are some books that you know i savor them and i really really hold on to them like the book that i'm reading right now zadi smith's grand station stories and i'm like isko to bachana hai bro <laughs> ye jaldi nahi khatam karna because tum ghar pe nahi ho और ये मुझे किंडल पे नहीं चाहिए ये तो मुझे पकड़ के पढ़नी है यू नो बट लकली देर इज क्रॉस बट एन बॉट इट फ्रॉम देर एन आई कॉल देम एंड दिस इज टू मोर विनोद कुमार शुक्ला बुक दिलोदेल I think I got teary-eyed in that also. Like the illicit happiness for the people. I woke up every day an hour before my partner, and we were in Pune at that time, so that I can go down, drink a cup of filter coffee, and just read that book very slowly, you know, and yeah. reread it, reread it. I really wish I can go back to that book as if I've never read it again. What uh-huh. are the books that you really, really savored this year? The one that I recently finished. I at one point I was like, "Ki mujhse nahi hoga," and I st- it was pure. 
by Andrew Miller. Okay. And almost a chapter later, I was like, fuck, this was a great turn of events. But yeah, I think another book that I really, really loved this year was New York, Oliver and I. So you've heard of mm. Oliver Sacks. It's by his partner and he's written about New York. So it has images of New York and it's about the final days of Oliver and his relationship with a partner. It's sort of a memoir, but it's very beautiful. Which has been the funniest book that you've ever read? It's funny poem, poems by, I think they're kindergarten students or whatever. What about you? Killing and Dying. It's a graphic novel yeah. about suburban America. And that's my favorite genre of films also. The stories about people living in suburbs in America. But I, I really laughed a lot in Catcher in the Rye, by the way. What is your opinion of Chetan Bhagat? Like, people judge everyone who reads Chetan Bhagat. Do you have an opinion of him? It's like... You know, people who drink the coffee that I drink shit on people who drink Nescafe. But it's fucking personal, man. I say to anyone, you drink whatever you want, you consume whatever you want, but just be open to something else. That's yeah. all. I have no problem with somebody saying, oh, I love Chetan Bhagat and the other person saying, I love Virginia Woolf. If you put these two people on two tables and say, kiske dinner pe karega, my preference would be 50 and 50. You know, like 50% this, 50% that. I honestly think I've crossed that path in my life. And I'm very glad about it because I wasn't yeah. being a nice person. I started shitting on my own friends because I used to read more than them. And I didn't like that part of me. I used to tell myself oh see you are cool you'll have cool things to say on dates and stuff it drove me down a rabbit hole because people actually are having more fun than i ever have so how is this fucking book helping me because on saturdays i'm the one telling people nahi yaar main nahi aa raha main nahi aa raha and i'm like hame book padunga and then next morning on sundays i'll go on facebook and i'll see everybody having a great time and then i ask yeah. myself what were you doing oh you were reading a book because you thought you should be reading a book not because you were wanting to read a book so now i'm of the opinion man just be a nice person and do whatever you want, but be open to things. Have you read Chetan Bhagat and his books? I read Chetan Bhagat's 5.7. I read Three Mistakes of My Life and I read the third one. But by the third one, I was done. I like 5.7. Especially yeah. remember that scene where he says, oh, her feet touched the pedal uh, and the mechanical engineer in me got supremely excited looking at a thing <laughs> of beauty touching something which is made up of pure mechanics and physics. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck, this is great. What were your favorite moments this year when you were reading? That's a very subjective question. I'm sorry. But I just wanted oh, no. to know. Well, you read Illicit. Illicit Happiness of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to believe till then, I believed in things in the world and universe which couldn't be explained. I genuinely believed in that. But once that was revealed, what happened? A part of me stopped believing in the idea of magic and it didn't bring me any sorrow. It just made me more calm because it just gave me that stability that, oh, there are some things which happen because there are people doing certain things. So there's a logical explanation to things, you know. Yeah. So that moment was a release and it wasn't not just a release in the story, but it was a release in my mind also because I stopped believing in things which didn't have a reason. I believed everything mm -hmm. has a reason and everything has some sort of purpose. There's this really beautiful sequence in Vinod Kalmar Shukla's They Lived a Window in the Wall where the couple escapes the room through the window. I think they make love on, near the riverbed. Yeah. And the way he talks about how the stars were moving that night. And I was like, fuck, this is so, this is so good. And how the, how the frogs were talking and how everything just became one. And yeah, it's magical realism at its purely best form. Yeah, it's really good, man. That I really loved. And also I read this book by Saman Subramanian called This Divided Land on the mm. Sri Lankan War. His first book was Following Fish, which was one of my most favorite non-fiction books. 
this divide land is about the sri lankan war so it's a this chunk was about a uh, sri lankan artist who went back to the people who had to leave their houses and ask them you know what do you miss and what was home for you and almost everyone just remembered home as the trees that were near their house or hamare ghar pe ek ped tha you know and the importance of trees for people because it came out of nowhere you know yeah. and the number of times and including my partner because she left home and her house got sold and so many other people jinse bhi main poochta na to kya feel hota hai because i never had that feeling and there was yaar ek ped tha yaar pata nahi nani ka zamane ka ped tha wo wo kat gaya tha yaar jaate jaate wo bada dukh hua he puts it very nicely again i'm paraphrasing that it's funny that all these people were uprooted like the trees but the only thing that they remember were the things that held them to the ground and much like the trees the soil and much like the soil yeah. that these guys were living on and of course the last few uh, chapters of them and the big who wo bada acha lagta hai yaar jab kabhi kuch funny suddenly serious ho jata hai kabhi kuch funny suddenly emotional ho jata hai and yeah. without the help of background music you know yes and you're like oh fuck it suddenly feels like you've slipped into a blanket and like your body temperature yeah. has changed yeah i really like that yeah. i remember i read the help i was in college and i remember curling up on my bed and crying like an idiot and my parents were visiting and they thought i don't know if <laughs> but yeah i know you're coming on the channel for the second time now and what is that one thing that you really like about chalchitra talks and what is that one thing that you think you would want to change one thing i like about chalchitra talks is that how it is always present in my life you can't yeah. escape it not that you want to but yeah. i know i see you now and i'll see you again at 10 o'clock either today or tomorrow so how it is always present like my favorite youtube content creator is this guy called saurabh joshi mm-hmm. vlogs he stays in haryana and he just makes simple vlogs vlogs with his families i don't know what i said honestly <laughs> no that's completely okay yeah i don't know what you guys can change but what i told vav a couple of months ago is that i don't know whether he realizes that he actually has a very strong bunch of individuals who are interested in things this sort of network one doesn't come across very often if ever in their lives yeah. you know and i think that needs to be treasured and what i was telling him was that you know if somebody like me comes up with a show a, a new show or a new script the first people that i would want to float it by will be the people of chalchitra talks the creators and the consumers because i know that inse mujhe ek point of view milega aur agar chalchitra chalchitra talks nahi hota i don't know main kahan jaun to get an honest feedback from people so i think that is a, that is a really really powerful tool which should be used wisely you know what on a serious note i'll share the podcast link with you as well on pencils and you should do something similar around coffee because there were so many layers to pencils as well and i was watching a video to prepare for this conversation and you were explaining about coffee and i was like you know what that would go so well with that i go back and listen to that podcast so many times because the guy explains pencils and his love for them and how many layers there are it's about the lead it's about the point and it's about the look and how he's associated each pencil with a particular time in his life and the nice. way he narrates it is so beautiful nice very nice i'll check it out Great proof. So I think my questions are finished. Okay. We'll end it here. Thank you so much. Hello, guys. Uh, hope you're well. And please like this video if you like the video. And don't forget to comment if you have anything to say. And but do subscribe.